0: Well, hello there, happy holidays, and welcome to episode four of Time Out with Lindsey and Grayson. I'm Lindsey Fulcher.
1: And I'm Grayson Eaton. On today's show, we have two special guests, Arkham Series and late model stock driver Corey Heim, as well as Florida Panthers prospect and Swamp Rabbits forward Liam Pecoraro.
0: We are so excited to host these two on the show today. With 2020 almost over and the holidays quickly approaching, we'll talk about all of their holiday plans. We all know things look a little different this year, but I have seen some really creative holiday get-togethers and activities so far. Do you have any special plans, Grayson?
1: Well, my family and I are planning on keeping it simple this year with everything that's going on, but I am still looking forward to celebrating the reason for the season. Um, I'm also looking forward to one of my favorite races of the year, the Chili Bowl National, shortly after um, 2021 gets underway. Um, One of the reasons this race event is a great attraction is due to it being held indoors, unlike many other motorsports events. In fact, all of them, really. Um, There's truly no other race event like it.
0: Yeah, the event takes place between January 11th and the 16th with select action airing on MAV-TV and has occurred annually in the Tulsa Expo Center since 1987. A fun fact that some may not know is the Chili Bowl received its name from the Chili Distribution Factory that formerly was in the current Tulsa Expo Center. So make sure to tune in after the new year to hear more about this exciting event.
1: Yes, listeners, be sure to keep an eye out for our next episode. But, Lindsay, how about you? What do you have planned for the holidays?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to spending time with family in Virginia over Christmas and then getting back to Greenville, South Carolina to, you know, host a hockey game on Saturday, December 26th. So. It'll be our third regular season game at home since we have started back up.
1: That's right, but you don't have to wait until after Christmas for hockey. Swamp Rabbits have opening weekend this week. Opening night is on Friday, December 18th, and then they will do it again the next night at the same time. Lindsay, there is something pretty special about the season, right?
0: Oh, yeah. The East Coast Hockey League, known as the ECHL, was actually the very first professional league to be back on the ice and in action in all of North America. You heard me, North America. Spire Sports Entertainment has worked really hard to make sure that we have a phenomenal season. So I'm looking forward to it even more than usual. So if you guys are in the area, definitely come celebrate with us Friday and Saturday night. That puck will drop at 7.05.
1: Up next, we will introduce to Arkham Menard Series and late model stock driver Corey Heim. We'll hear what he has been up to and what's to come for him as he preps for next season right after this break.
2: dash raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsr drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way hms motorsport
3: is the leader in motorsport safety HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Camping World truck teams, many IndyCar and IMSA weather tech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world renowned brands like Stilo helmets, Schroep belts, Adidas suits and shoes, HJC helmets, Orca driver gear, Lifeline fire systems, and even Racecom radio kits, HMS representatives are experts in their field and focused on only one one thing making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you.
4: What an awesome game.
1: I'm Riley Herbst, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network.
0: Welcome back to Time Out with Lindsey and Grayson. I'm waving the green flag because we are all ready to start. Now joining us is Arca Menard Series and NASCAR late model driver Corey Heim. The
1: driver out of Marietta, Georgia, enters the 2021 season coming off of a big win in the Arca Menard Series season finale at Kansas Speedway. Corey, first of all, welcome. How are you doing, and what did that made an Arca victory mean to you?
5: I'm doing well. Um, Yeah, an Arca victory uh, really meant a lot to me. We uh, definitely were uh, trying for about two years to get that. Um, Well, I'd say about a year and a half at this point, but. Um, I think that was my 19th or 20th ARCA start, and uh, we were just so close so many times, and to uh, finally cap off that victory was a great feeling.
0: Well, congratulations again, and as you drive for historically one of the most successful teams in ARCA competition, what does that extra boost of confidence do for you entering a race weekend, knowing that you have great equipment underneath you and a good opportunity to win each time out?
5: Yeah, I mean, it gives me a a lot of confidence in the team. They got a lot of smart guys walking around that building, and uh, they're also very personable people, too. Um, Really, really just great people, and that's stable. And, um, you know, to have all those variables going into a race weekend just good equipment, good people, uh, you know, smart people uh, wrenching on the race cars, Um, you know, all those variables really play into factor and uh, makes a winning race team.
1: Yes, for sure. So, in addition to your ARCA commitments with Venturini Motorsports, you also. Um, drove in the car tour for Lee Pulliam performance owned by the four-time NASCAR weekly series national champion himself. Uh, fresh off of a full-time season where you proved victorious, what does the mentorship from a driver like Lee Pulliam do for you going forward, especially on the short tracks where Lee has um, gained such an impressive record?
5: Yeah, Lee Pulliam was a, uh, you know, I couldn't have been happier with uh, what he brought to the table for me, not only just the uh, great equipment and lay models and uh, the car store, as you mentioned, that I ran full time this year, um, you know, his uh, his mentorship and just everything that he brings to the table as far as driver coaching, driver development. And uh, like I said, his equipments, um, you know, just to cap it off, all just very, very good stuff coming out of his table and just to have him. Uh, you know, behind my back and just doing anything it takes to get me in victory lane throughout this year and then a part-time schedule last year and a few races the year before even. So about three years with them at this point has been, I think, really crucial for my career and just taught me things that are, um, you know, hard to come by.
0: Lately, many young drivers have gained experience through the simulator program, iRacing, which has given them an opportunity to work their way up in the ladder in a different way. Being an iRacer yourself, how much of your time do you spend in the simulator and how important is it to have that kind of technology at your fingertips?
5: Yeah, I think i racing's big. Um, I just thought about it the other day with my with my friends. I just, if I had never had iRacing, racing, I feel like I wouldn't be you know the driver I am today, and uh, wouldn't you know know half of the things I know um, in the race because you know you can practice all you want in real life, um, you know make laps, but you know the actual racing is what's going to give the experience and make you excel at the next level. So um, you know i racing obviously you can do that. At any time at any point in the day um and you know it gives you a lot of experience so i feel like you know i got irising when i was 12 years old i think so that'd be uh six years ago by now and uh six years on irising i feel like i've learned a lot of things that have helped me in real life
1: wow what a great testament um to that platform uh after our successful 2020 season with wins um, in both the cars tour and arkham menard series what are your aspirations for 2021 and moving forward into the years ahead,
5: uh, my aspirations are just to uh, just keep winning. Um, that's all you really, you know. Obviously, the main goal is to win, uh, win championships, win races, and uh, you know, win poles. Anything you can possibly do to you know put uh, more things in your resume, and that's going to help me going forward. Um, you know, obviously, NASCAR is a very competitive sport, not only in the racing, but uh, there's a lot of drivers going for. A small amount of seats uh, at the top level. So I just need to keep on, you know, building my resume up next year, just keep on winning races and um, hopefully impress sponsors and teams to pick me up in future years.
0: Before we let you go, Corey, we would love to know what life is like for you outside of motorsports. What are your plans for the holidays?
5: I'm planning to go back down to Georgia where I grew up, uh, Marietta, Georgia. I currently live in Davidson, North Carolina by myself uh, with my dog, Bristol. So um, me and him are going to go down to Georgia and probably spend some time with my parents and uh, some friends and family that I haven't gotten to see in a couple months down there in Georgia. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty much the extent of it.
1: That sounds awesome. Well, Corey, we thank you for your time. We wish you a happy holiday and a happy New Year's and a great 2021 season debut.
5: Thank you. You guys as well.
2: Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays. We will be right back here on Time Out with Lindsay and Grayson after these quick words.
3: HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsports safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at HMSMotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent
1: you. How to deal with someone who says
4: that's so gay. Outsmart them.
3: This party is like so gay. Totally.
4: Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say, that's so gay, do you realize
1: what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi,
5: I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back it's time to introduce professional hockey player Liam Pecoraro last episode we talked about hockey nicknames and Liam is called Pex on the ice so Pex thanks for joining us today how are you
4: I'm good how are you thanks for having me
1: yeah I'm great thanks for joining us
0: Liam, we are so glad that you can make it onto the show today. I was really excited to hear you'd be back in Greenville this season as you're my very first live interview working for the team and you continue to do big things. For those of you that don't know, Liam finished last season leading the entire team. You heard me, entire team with 23 goals scored, six of those being on the power play, three on the shorthand, along with 21 assists, placing him at 44 total points in 39 games. Liam, a truly spectacular rookie season for you.
4: Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was first year pro. Um, didn't really know what to expect, but um, I mean, I don't think anyone did with what ended up happening with coronavirus and the season getting shut down. But uh, but yeah, it was a fun first year and I'm um, happy to be back in Greenville. Yeah, to have stats like
1: that despite a short season um, because of COVID is astonishing Uh, You also moved up and played at the AHL level for the Springfield Thunderbirds for eight games. So you're a player that people will be looking to watch. Have you changed anything as you move into your second year in pro hockey?
4: I don't know if i change anything. I think things kind of come together and develop more each year. And you you learn and pick up things along the way. And, um, I mean, that comes from older guys and just playing games and getting some more um reps and, and things like that but um I mean the biggest thing that I wanted to work on with the extra time was just getting stronger and trying to work on getting faster and speed and um just building strength for the season so I mean that's that's really been my goal um this past summer and um leading up to the season
0: well, I have no doubt that you'll blow us all away again this season. More than just the fans' eyes will be on you. With the ECHL being the only league playing, what does that mean for you and the rest of the guys as we await the AHL and NHL?
4: Well, it's it's a little weird being the only team playing. Usually we're we're used to watching um and having the major league teams and the NHL teams and AHL teams playing with us, but um I mean, it's it's a different situation, but it's something that we have to kind of make sure we're doing the right way so that we can kind of be a tool for those leagues that do eventually start up and kind of use the way that we did things uh, following certain guidelines and things like that. But it's also cool because, um, I mean, there's not much else really going on, and a lot of people kind of want sports back, and, and we're able to do that here in Greenville.
0: And the AHL and NHL might be looking at you, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously the other aspect for all of us. The, the, a lot of eyes are on this the, this league, and um, that'll, that that means there's opportunity. And hopefully when those other leagues do start, that um, those chances and the, the, those opportunities come. And, I mean, all of us kind of know that, that a lot is up in the air as far as um, this season and... for for the professional teams. And, I mean, we're just trying to do the best we can um, to put ourselves in a good position for when it does come to kind of move up and make that next jump.
1: Yeah, playing professional is obviously so different this year from last. Um, You're all pretty isolated in what is being called a bubble. Uh, Typically, you can explore where you're playing, which seems like such a perk. How are things different this time around, and what is that like?
4: It's different. Um, just kind of following certain guidelines and stuff you're not really used to doing in a season. And um, I mean, you definitely have to stay more disciplined and, and make sure that you're kind of um, careful in certain environments and situations so that you don't get sick or get anyone else sick and, and whatnot, because and that can have a major impact on the whole team and not really just yourself. So it just kind of goes back to the, to the whole team kind of buying in and, and, making sure that we're not you know putting ourselves in positions to um you know spread the disease and and that's something that our coaches talked a lot about and it's something that kind of has to be reiterated um throughout a week just so that everyone makes sure and knows that there are situations that are um you can get more susceptible and you're around other people and things like that so just being more aware and stuff like that is it's it's different but um i mean it's something we've all kind of had to embrace
0: well not only is there a worldwide pandemic right now but there is a lot of newness overall for the greenville team after a big ownership change to spire new coaches and the affiliation change the rabbits have taken on a lot of new players this year liam you're actually one of the few that were brought back have you noticed that the additional amount of bonding off the ice has helped increase that new compatibility on the ice
4: uh yeah for sure i mean with any team it's 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 obviously weird coming in the first couple weeks or so getting to know the guys and um stuff like that but it's it's even weirder this year having the different um things we have to follow and kind of stay separated but you're also trying to get to know your teammates as well so throughout training camp it was a little awkward at times but Um, I mean, having a few games under our belt and just skating more and more every day and kind of having, um, and being able to interact with each other more now, um, and it's, we're able to come together and honestly in the locker room and things like that as, as, as different as it feels outside, inside, it's pretty much the same. We all kind of feel like we're a part of a team and we're embraced by each other. And I think that that's, um, really good for the situation and uh, something that we'll continue to do and we'll continue to get to know each other. And that correlates on the ice, um, which is positive.
1: So Lindsay tells me hockey tends to have some fighting between teams and the crowd goes crazy for it. What is the reason for that? Um, In motorsports, the same occurrences happen, but from what I hear about hockey, it's a lot more intense.
4: Um, yeah, it's it's kind of less and less a little more each year. But um I mean, back when my dad was playing hockey I think it was a lot more prevalent and there's a lot more guys who were willing to fight, but it's still a part of the game and it's still kind of um a way that teams can kind of jolt moment momentum or just stick up for one another. Um, there's different situations. We're in a game that might call for there to be a fight, and, and if there is, it's it's two guys that know what they're stepping into and know what they're doing. Doesn't just it's not a uh, individual aspect. It's it's for the team and it's for the guys. Whether it's sticking up for someone who got hit or someone that had a penalty taken on them, whatever. Or it could just be a momentum swing in in the game itself if your team is just getting physically outplayed and, and you're not really in the matchup that way then that's a way to kind of turn that that tide and hopefully bring some energy and an extra boost to the team and um, I mean each year there's guys who are willing to do that and it, it takes a lot of a lot of courage and and a lot of guts as well and, and it's it's not it's not easy so I mean you have to give those guys credit.
0: Yeah, so Liam, the holidays are coming up and viewers would love to know what your plans are and what you're looking forward to most.
4: Um, I don't know. This is a bit of a different year as far as holidays go, but um, if we're together as a team, I'm sure we'll get together and be able to have a meal and just kind of get away from hockey and relax and, and get to know each other and bond even more. Um, so, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll do some sort of Yankee swap or gift grab or something, and uh, which is always fun. So uh, we'll see what we come up with, but uh, usually there's a fun little uh, game we can do.
1: You mentioned to us a couple of days ago that you got a package from your dog.
4: What did he send you? No, I got a package for my dog. So I, I have a Australian <laughs> Shepherd. That got makes couple, more uh, sense. <laughs> got a couple of toys for her. So.
0: Well, you mentioned a, was it Yankee Swap? Is that what you said?
4: Yeah, usually each year we, we, the team will kind of pick out of a hat, pick names out of a hat and you get, a, you get a player. It's whether it's a secret Santa, then Yankee Swap as well, but uh, usually it's a fun little gag gift or whatever. That's, um, that's always a good time.
0: So is Yankee Swap and our Swap, wait, Yankee Swap. And the secret Santa is that basically the same thing I'm not familiar with that term
4: um, well a secret do you know you do not know what secret Santa is
0: I do know Secret Santa
4: yeah so like Yankee Swap is similar it's but I've done that before in the past with teams but Secret Santa is usually the, what we end up doing and basically you just pick names out of a hat and the person you have doesn't know that you have them and it's sort of a kind of underlying joke, I guess, that you might get them, and then you usually get them something nice as well.
0: Okay, well, that'll be fun. You'll have to let us know what you end up getting for your Yankees swap. (laughs) But, gentlemen, I think it's actually time to have some fun and bring on our newest segment,
1: Absolutely. On last week's show, we introduced something new where we read off sports lingo and have a player or driver from a different sport give their best guess on the meaning.
0: So, Liam, you're up. Do you think you're ready? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) All right. Well, here it goes. Our first term is Blue Oval. What do you think that means?
4: Blue Oval? Um. I would say it was some sort, it's a type of uh, like racetrack.
0: Close. So it actually just off? refers to a Ford. The name comes from the shape of its logo.
4: Oh, that was a lot simpler than I thought it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So our second term is toe. T O E.
4: Toe. is. Well, I'm thinking toe, like a tow truck. Yeah. So but close. I'm guessing it's not, guessing it's not that.
1: Yeah, no, not not quite, but tow is the angle the tires are rotated around their vertical axis, looking at them from above the car.
4: All right, so I was thinking way more simple than that was.
0: <laughs> what did you think it was, Liam?
4: I was just thinking tow truck. I, 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 I wasn't <laughs> thinking too much far ahead, far ahead of that.
0: <laughs> well, our third term is happy hour. What do you think that means?
4: I mean, if it's not the time to get some drinks, then it has to be um, uh, probably the last hour in the race. Yeah, so
0: that is actually very, very close. The final hour of practice before an event. So it's usually held the day before the race day and after all the qualifying sessions and support races have been staged. So pretty close. Almost like a celebration, I suppose.
4: (laughs) All right. I got to play more NASCAR, I guess.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that uh, you play some NASCAR video games. So does that allow you to know any motorsports lingo? What do you think you know?
4: I don't know much lingo, but I got a couple drivers that I I like. I'm a Bush guy.
0: Actually, we were actually going to flip it around on you. So if you want to give us any hockey terms that you'd like to share... That might be lingo that grayson may not know he is going to guess so last time we had mason baptista on and he taught us what chirp means so chirp has already been used but what do you think
4: um sauce sauce, sauce. um it's
1: sauce like okay but i'm just gonna take a wild guess is sauce like the layer of the ice on the court
4: no, sauce is just like a type of pass so like it's it's you. so you pass on the ice and it kind of stays flat and then you can sauce it which kind of just it's like an inch or two above the ice maybe like a pass over a stick or something like that that lands and then kind of glides to the stick you know so it's not like a flat pass it's like a saucer pass oh okay I got you yeah that makes sense makes sense now
1: yeah that's totally wrong Way out in left field.
0: (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, Liam. Listeners, you can watch Liam and the rest of the ECHL this season on Flow Sports TV. Make sure to tune in on opening night if you can't make it in person as the Swamp Rabbits host an exciting matchup with the Florida Everblades.
1: That opening night puck drop is at 7.05. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or SoundCloud to keep up with all our latest episodes. We wish you a very happy holiday and look forward to bringing you the best content in the new year.
0: Until next time, thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with us on Time Out with Lindsay and Grayson.